Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. And welcome into the Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. It is National Championship Monday. Clemson fans all up, all tight today, jacked up for this game. Should be an interesting matchup out in San Francisco as the number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide take on the number two ranked Clemson Tigers. The fourth matchup between these teams here in this grand stage of events that they've had, okay? So I thought I would take a minute today. Since we, uh, I mean, I like history. History's a cool thing. And I thought we would talk about, for a little bit here, kind of take a, a, a trip down memory lane. Now, what I mean by that is that I thought we would... Uh, kind of relive the last four matchups or the last three matchups between these two college football titans, okay? Now, obviously, I'll take your calls today if you want to talk about the game tonight, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call, but I have to uh, put out there, first, we're going to talk a little bit about the history between these two. It's the fourth matchup on such a grand stage for these two teams. Let's take a look back. Some of the highlights from the first three games. In 2015, Clemson was a relatively newcomer to the playoff front or to the front of, yeah, being a national power. They were still trying to feel their way out. But they went toe-to-toe with Alabama. The game was tied at 24-all in the fourth quarter. And Nick Saban went to his bag of tricks. 64 yards and eight plays. The big third and 11 conversion to Stewart, the key play. And now an onside kick. Griffith, and it's caught. And Alabama's got the ball back. Marlon Humphrey, the corner, and a perfectly executed little pooch kick. Clemson's been tight with their alignment, with their front line all night. It's something that I bet Alabama looked at upstairs. They talked about it. Sweeney's going crazy about something over there. See how tight they are right there? See the big space to the outside? Curse trying to get out there. And Humphrey comes down with the ball. I don't know if it was offsides. I don't know what Dabo Sweeney's upset about. Offside and the kickoff's going to come into play in a Clemson game again. The ball was legally caught and recovered by the kicking team beyond 10 yards, beyond this, this kick spot. The advance is not allowed by rule. The ball is dead at the spot where first possessed by Alabama. That play would be a monumental play in that game. Deshaun Watson would shred that vaunted Alabama defense for a total of 483 yards and 
The fourth quarter had a combined 40 total points between the two teams. Too much from Alabama, though, as Heisman Trophy winner Derrick Henry rushed for 158 yards and three touchdowns as the Tide win 45-40 to for their fourth national title in seven seasons. Shout out to the folks watching on Facebook Live today, including Alex and Kevin. Thanks for checking out the show. Several others over there as well. Our first segment here, we're talking about some of the history heading up into this game between the two schools on the college football playoff front. You know, Deshaun Watson and Clemson would come back for come back for it in the next season as the teams met in Tampa Bay. Alabama would jump out to a big early lead. On first and 15, Scarborough gets the edge. Bo Scarborough cuts it back, still rumbling all the way to the end zone. Touchdown, Bama. Twenty-five yards to cap a fifty-nine-yard drive in less than a minute. That TD one run was the first of two straight for Scarborough as the tide rolls to an early fourteen-point lead. Watson would have his say though as he brought his team back within a field goal in the third quarter as he found everybody's favorite walk-on. Safeties are split. Try to hit the middle of the field. Yep, Watson sees that. Renfro's got it. Cuts back. And scores! Clemson coming back. And Hunter Renfro, Kirk, at about 180 pounds, he might be 5'9 and a half, is proving to be a Bama nemesis again tonight. Well, he, he has been a great player these last two years and one of the favorite targets for Deshaun Watson. I said earlier, when you ask Deshaun, who's your guy? Who do you like to go to in a crucial moment? He'll quick to, he'll, he's quick to point up to Hunter Renfro is that guy. That would bring the Tigers within a field goal with seven minutes to go in the third. Clemson would finally take the lead in the fourth, but Alabama would not go away as they take the lead back on a long TD run by Jalen Hurts with just over two minutes to go that will give the Tide a three-point lead. Too much time was left, though, for Deshaun Watson as he marched Clemson down the field and with help from a little fella from Sockesty would break the hearts of Alabama with this last-second play. All right, so here we are, six seconds left. They can take one throw or one run at it. They've got a timeout left. It's got to be very quickly, but they've got the tying field goal in their pocket here, and this is really do-or-die time for Alabama. has got two timeouts. I'm surprised that the Tide may not take one to talk this one over. Empty backfield. Now Gallman goes in motion, comes to the right of his quarterback. Here now Watson goes right, looks to throw, has a man open, touchdown. Hunter Renfro with one second remaining. Touchdown, Clemson. That's Alabama's radio call for Hunter Renfro's game-winning TD there. And, of course, Deshaun Watson was the star of the show, throwing, throwing for 420 yards and three touchdowns as the Tigers get their first national title since 1981. Now, if the, the series would have ended right there, it would have been a great set of stories to talk about there. But 
That was not enough. Clemson would have Chapter 3 with Alabama, this time in the national semifinal, and the Tide again would jump out early. They clock under five. Hurts, calm, collected, looking things over. Farrell to the end zone. Touchdown, Calvin Ridley! That pass from Jalen Hurts to Calvin Ridley would bring Alabama out to a 10-0 lead. Clemson would chip away with a field goal in the second and a field goal in the third to cut the lead to 10-6. Alabama would then take control. It began with 308-pound defensive tackle Deron Payne picking off a pass after Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant was hit as he threw. Payne rumbled down the field 21 yards on the return, shedding one would-be tackler and drawing a 15-yard personal foul penalty when he was finally dragged down with a horse-collar tackle. After Alabama drove to a first down of the Clemson one, then look what happens. And guess who has come into the game? The guy who just had the interception, 300-pound defensive tackle to Ron Payne. Yeah, this is their goal line set. They're going to throw Are they to him. Gonna pass to him? Oh, my! Storybooking for the big man! you got to love it when, like, the big guy scores. you got to love that stuff. But Mac Wilson would also pick off another Kelly Bryant pass late in the third, and Clemson would fall to the tide 24-6. to Alabama the next week would take on a Georgia team looking for another national title. Georgia would have other ideas, though, as they jump out to a 13-0 lead on the tide. Saban would make a change at quarterback, bringing in a talented freshman named Tua Tungaviola, and he would make this play in overtime. Think about Loa trying to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Alabama would win that game 26-23 to over Georgia in overtime as they would take home the national title. Then we come to this season. Clemson makes a change at quarterback with Kelly Bryant leaving the team after the fourth game of the season. Since then, it's been the Trevor Lawrence show. The young man with the trademark box has come in and played like he's an upperclassman instead of a true freshman. And he has done some amazing things with the ball. One of the things that we have to think about tonight, though, is the spotlight going to be too bright for him? You know, I spoke with Coach Eric Wilson, the former Gamecock assistant. He talked a little bit about that. We'll play that interview later on. But some more thoughts on the game here. If you look at Clemson's X Factor, it's easy to think that it's going to be Hunter Renfro. But I got to think it's somebody on the defensive side. How about Isaiah Simmons? You know, he was the Tigers' leading tackler during the regular season, and he's going to have to slow down in coverage. Those Alabama slot receivers, the little quick slant passes and things like that, he's going to have to slow them down 
if Clemson's going to have a chance to uh, slow down this Alabama offense. Now, who could be the breakout star for Clemson? you got to look at Justin Ross. This young man pretty much beat Notre Dame senseless, and the spotlight hasn't been too big for him. And he has a connection with Trevor Lawrence that is uh, pretty, pretty amazing. 180, excuse me, 847 yards, eight touchdown grabs. But he, uh, he if he has a big game against his uh, home state team, it's going to make him a breakout star. Now, some matchups to watch. When Alabama has the ball, if you're looking for a weak link in that defense, it's got to be the uh, Clemson secondary. Now, Tanner Muse and those guys, they're tired of hearing that, okay? But they can, they can certainly get the job done, but they're going to have to play at a very high level if they expect Clemson to win. Now, when Clemson has the ball, the Tigers led the nation in rushing between the tackles, averaging nearly 7.4 yards per carry for the season. Clemson gave up only four sacks from pass rushers coming up the middle, but it's a completely different animal with this young man, Quinnen Williams. He is a special, special kind of player. So it's going to be important for Sean Pollard, Justin Falsinelli, and John Simpson. They've got to hold their own in the trenches along with Mitch Hyatt. And that Clemson offensive line, if they can uh, just hold chalk with that Alabama defensive line, it could be good things for the Tigers. Some big questions going into the game. Will Christian Miller be available? He has uh, eight and a half sacks on the year, but he's dealing with a hamstring. Alabama's already thin at linebacker. Terrell Lewis is out, recovering from a torn ACL. And they're basically running in like their second and third string linebackers in some spots. So if Christian Miller doesn't play, it could make that Alabama linebacking core really suspect. Now, Clemson, their biggest lingering question, in my opinion, is that secondary. You know, I mentioned it earlier. They played lights out in the Notre Dame game. The South Carolina game, they got tuned up. But they got tuned up, in my opinion, because there were a lot of things that South Carolina did they'd never seen before. The the trips right stuff where you got three offensive linemen lining up on one end of the field. Clemson's never seen that before. And I think that's why South Carolina was able to to score some points on Clemson. Now, a player that might be under the microscope tonight for Alabama, I gotta think about Jalen Hurts. You know, I got a story later that we'll talk about where about where he may transfer, but Nick Saban has no problem with some unelementary plays. I played you the onside kick. He had the the, the touchdown pass last year to uh, to Payne, the big huge defensive tackle. Don't tell me he would not take out Jalen Hurts and uh, or take out Tonga Viola and put in Jalen Hurts and run some special plays. That could happen. That could happen. Now, the, um, for Clemson, a player under the microscope is defensive tackle Albert Huggins. Now, he's going to be filling in for Dexter Lawrence, who is suspended following a failed drug test for Osterine. Now, Huggins is a big, big boy, but he's not Dexter Lawrence, and it does affect the depth front for Clemson. So those are some players I think that are going to be under the microscope. I think Alabama wins if they get over 200 rushing yards. Clemson has to be able to control the run. 
And I think Clemson wins if something happens that has not happened this season. And that's if Tunga Viola gets popped around a little bit. I'm not talking like dirty plays. I'm talking like he actually gets hit. I'd, I'd love to see what this young man can do under pressure. Because generally, when he gets, when he's had defenses that hit him, he doesn't play as well. So I think for Clemson to win tonight, they're going to have to hold Alabama under 200 yards rushing, and they're going to have to sack Tunga Viola. Last year against Alabama, they had two sacks and five tackles for loss. They're probably going to need double that. Even though last week, last year's game was really close. I think this year they're going to have to have in the four to five sack range and probably nine to ten tackles for loss um, just to keep that Alabama offense in check. All right, so if you want to talk about the national championship game tonight, we've taken a tour in history. We've talked about what I think is going to be the key matchups for both Alabama and Clemson. If you want to get involved, feel free to call 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Some other stuff we'll get into. We'll talk about the playoffs in the NFL for a little bit. Shame on you, Chicago. My goodness. You lose a game the way you lost yesterday. Now everybody wants to kill the kicker. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Also, we'll get into a couple of other things. More on the national championship game tonight. How the experts are picking it. And you know what? It's it's kind of I think there's about a a 60-40 pick split there with with Alabama taking the lead, but I think people are coming around to Clemson. So we'll see how that uh how that ends up tonight. So if you want to get involved with the program 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. I am Rob Sanders. This is the Rundown. You can catch the podcast. That will be up for you about 5 o'clock today. Go to FoxSportsRadio1400.com. You can also download it on the iHeartRadio app. You can download it through iTunes. Just look for Rundown with Rob Sanders. And you can uh, listen. Check it out. Listen whenever you want. Rundown is available for you. It's like DVR on the radio. Where will Jalen Hurts transfer? I've got that spot set up for you as well. The NFL playoffs, what happened there. More on the national championship game. I mean, we have got a ton of stuff here on the rundown. Would love to take your calls at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. More of the rundown in just a moment on Fox Sports Radio 1400. To the rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Shout out to my buddy Positive Mike. He is on site out in the Bay Area. I'm wondering if he's going to go and get a picture in front of the big uh, Dwight Clark statue. Yeah, that's kind of cool. 
I know he's doing his tailgating thing out there. Thanks for listening to us there, Positive Mike. As you tailgate out in uh, San Francisco, if you want to get involved with the program today, feel free to call 803-978-1832-803-978-1832 is the number to call. I should call Positive Mike and get a, get an update on site. I'm sure Positive Mike would tell me I took a drink and now we're getting ready for the game. Leave me alone, boy. That's pretty much what Positive Mike would say to me right now. But we can uh, we can only hope. All right, let's head out to the phones. Welcome in to the rundown. Good afternoon. Hey, Rob. It's uh, the other Rob. How are you, sir? What's going on, brother? How you doing? <laughs> uh, very excited and very nervous about tonight. Yeah, I, I I think that there's a set of – I think people think Clemson can play with them, but then you think, oh, my goodness, this is Alabama. This is a a first-class team that Clemson's going to be playing against. So, yeah, it, it's I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. What do you think is going to happen this evening? Well, I think it uh, – uh, I'm feeling a back-and-forth battle. Um, you know, as long as they protect Trevor and keep him upright, I think uh, uh, that that we do have a chance. Um, running game is key, but I also think the one thing that uh, has been missing the last couple times that we played Bama that Dabo used to cement himself – uh, as a as a top tier uh, coach, is that he needs to have the cojones to call that either trick play or something. Uh, you talking about something like really... like the 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 fake punt at Oklahoma a couple of years ago, where Christian Wilkins caught caught the fake punt and rumbles down the sideline, something like that. They, there needs to be something, you know. It's 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 the stunner that. Uh, Saban did to them with his fake punt. It's the you know he's it's, he's had it done to him now a couple of times these last couple of years. But man, I think I think we need to see some real trickeration. Uh, I, I, if I'm going. I'm calling for a, the giant. I'm calling for the flea flicker. I think the flea flicker is going to okay. happen. Yeah. Why not? Okay. We haven't seen that it from Clemson all year. Why not? Yep. You need to you need to get them real and you need to get them doubting themselves. And I think the running game is the first part of it. If they can get Etn or Beaster really rolling. Man, it's uh, it's going to be one heck of a night. All right, you got a prediction for the game, sir? Oh well, <laughs> uh, of course. It's uh, Clemson's going to win, and they're going to win by fourteen. So thirty-five wow. twenty-one. Big, big, big uh, stuff there. Hey, Rob, man, yeah. thanks so much for joining me today on the program. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, you bet, Rob. Hey, good luck to the Tigers. Go All Tigers. right, there you go, man. So one Tiger predicting a two-touchdown win for Clemson. I think that's a little steep. I don't think that uh, I don't. But let me make sure I put this out there too. I don't think Alabama is as good as everybody thinks they are. Let me make sure I put that out there. I don't think that Alabama's been tested like they'll be tested tonight. If they have been tested, please let me know. Call me up at eight zero three nine seven eight one eight three two and tell me what team they've played that has tested them. And don't tell me Georgia because. We know what happened to Georgia. Matthew McConaughey is still laughing. Okay? Bevo is still trying to run over their dog. Don't tell me Georgia. Please, slow down with all that. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Yeah, the national championship game tonight. Speaking of which, 
you know, here's something else that's interesting too that came up yesterday. This came up on my uh, on my Facebook feed. It was kind of interesting. Apparently, the folks from UCF are trying to put Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Put together, they put a GoFundMe together to help investigate the SEC saying that the SEC is basically trying to hold power five, non-Power 5 teams down. Now, here's my thing on that. You look like a sore loser, okay, with that UCF. But there is some validity to that on some fronts. I don't think that the SEC is just, they have meetings where they're like, hey, let's screw over Central Florida. Let's screw over Memphis and UAB and teams like that. I don't think they do that. But I don't think they go out of their way to help them either. That's why you have teams like Florida that were saying, yeah, we'll, we'll play you a two-for-one. Or you'll have a team like Alabama where, hell, they won't even schedule a Power 5 team for a home-and-home. They'll, they'll play, like I think next season they play, uh, I can't remember, I think it's, in, uh, it's, it's at some neutral site in Atlanta with Duke to open the season. Alabama's going to play their conference games, and then you come to them. And that's the way that they see it. And I do think that they can fix that, but I think the way that Central Florida is doing this, and they've already gotten, I think it was like a couple thousand dollars of, I think, the $50,000 they wanted through the GoFundMe. But it's interesting that they put us in. A lot of this will go away. But shame on the SEC for some of the schools for not trying to play a more competitive schedule. All right? And and I've talked about this before. Don't come at me with, well, we play the tougher schedule in the country. That's because you're playing each other. We don't know exactly how good you are because you only play each other. Branch out. If you're so big and so bad, why not schedule a home-and-home with somebody else? If you're the biggest, baddest ever, that's what you should do. To me, it sounds like fear. It sounds like you're scared you're going to get shown up. That's what I think. And I kind of think that's what's going to happen tonight. I kind of think that's what's going to happen tonight. Alabama has not been tested this season. I'm not saying Clemson is going to win, but I guarantee you a couple of things. Trevor Lawrence isn't going to throw two interceptions like Kelly Bryant did last season. And Clemson's going to go onto that field knowing that they have the they have the right to be there. They're not going to be intimidated like Oklahoma was. The only guy that had any fight on Oklahoma before they got behind twenty eight to nothing was Kyler Murray. Then they you know he he rallied his troops and made a game of it. 
But Clemson is not like that. They are not intimidated by Alabama. And I think it's going to be an interesting game tonight. And a lot of it's going to be interesting because, once again, Alabama hasn't been tested. When they get hit in the mouth, how are they going to act? How is Tonga Viola going to act if he gets hit in the mouth? As Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan till they get hit in the face. We'll see what happens tonight. More of the rundown in just a moment. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app, taking your calls about the national championship game, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, it is National Championship Day. If you are a Clemson fan, you are jacked for tonight's game, or maybe you're not jacked. Maybe you're nervous. Either way. You know, I'm having some issues. I'm starting to realize that I'm getting old. Yeah, I know. One of the reasons I know I'm getting old is because some of the college football players that I followed when I when I was I guess in my early twenties uh, are now being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Here are the uh, guys that are going to make it uh, into the Hall of Fame this year: former Wisconsin offensive lineman Joe Thomas, Texas quarterback Vince Young, Arkansas running back Darren McFadden. Yeah, don't mention Derek McFadden to Gamecock fans. Oof. That guy was brutal at Arkansas. Florida State defensive uh, back Terrell Buckley. Oklahoma defensive back Ricky Dixon. Uh, Let's see here. Texas A&M defensive lineman Jacob Green. North Carolina State receiver Torrey Holt. Arizona State quarterback Jake Plummer. USC defensive back, uh, excuse me, Southern Cal defensive back Troy Polamalu. Michigan State running back Lorenzo White and Mississippi linebacker Patrick Willis. Dennis Erickson, who coached two national championship teams in Miami, will um, also be inducted along with Joe Taylor. He coached at um, HBCs such as uh, Hampton and Florida. They were also inducted, but an interesting inductee. An honorary member is the Goodyear Blimp, the first non-player or coach to be recognized by the hall. So, I mean, what are they going to have like a a miniature Goodyear blimp flying around the College Football Hall of Fame? Yeah. I don't really disagree with any of these guys being in there. Um Vince Young at Texas had a 30 and 2 career record, led the Longhorns to the 2006 BCS National Championship. I mean, he was amazing, throwing for 267 yards, ran for 200 yards. And three rushing touchdowns. You know what's interesting, though, is I think that whenever, you know, 10 years down the line, we're going to be talking about Deshaun Watson possibly being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. You might also talk about, if they go by just the playoff numbers, Hunter Renfro might be in the conversation as well. But interesting stuff there with the 2019 College Football Hall of Fame class. The big game tonight, though, of course, is Clemson and Alabama kickoff. You know, they say it's at 8 o'clock. I'm trying to, like, figure out because 
I'd like to know when actual the foot is going to meet the ball, not when ESPN or whoever is going to uh, tell us, you know, just to tune in to watch 45 minutes of our talking heads do their thing. And if I have to see Tim Tebow one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. He was on today on some show. Holy crap, Tim Tebow. Can you stop with your love affair for the SEC? I mean, it's that bad. Yes, we get it. You think that the team from the SEC is going to win. Awesome. Yeah. Craziness stuff there. But I'm trying to find out when exactly that, uh, that time is tonight. So I can be completely honest with you when I tell you. Because they're going to tell you 8 o'clock. We're not surprised if it was like 8, 17, 8, what have you. And I'm pulling up that information now. I just can't stand to sit there, especially after they've had like six-hour-long specials on it, and you're seeing the same guys over and over and over again. Guys that are sitting there in these like $1,000 suits, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be about 8, 17 tonight. I don't quote me on that. But still should be an interesting game tonight with Alabama and Clemson. The line is dropped from down, it was at seven and seven and a half in Las Vegas. It's down to three and a half in some sports books. That means that a lot of people are betting money on Clemson. That's what that means. It doesn't mean that Las Vegas disrespects Clemson or thinks Alabama's the, the, the tide's changing for them. No, they just try to make everything even. And then they hope for a push, obviously. But I think that the more and more you look at this game, Clemson has got the guys to do it. I think the secondary, as I said, could be a problem. Maybe the Clemson offensive line just a little bit. But it's amazing when you hear these talking heads. A lot of them, the first thing they want to talk about, and they talk about how Alabama is so great, And don't get me wrong, they're a great football team, but Alabama has some problems as well. If you watch any of their games, especially the last two, they've gotten tuned up on the defensive end. They really have. They've been made look kind of silly. And something else, too. Even though they've outscored their opponents, one thing that they've done that's been really, um, that I've caught, is they've been penalized a lot. I think they had in the Oklahoma game, like, I think it was three unnecessary roughness penalties, like four or five false starts. I mean, just a ton of penalty yards. And they were in the top, I think it was top five in the conference as far as penalty yards go. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. You're driving, driving, driving. All of a sudden, you get a false start, backs you up, could stall a drive in a nanosecond. It really could. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to get involved with the program. Keith on Facebook says their secondary is suspect. He may be right. He may be right. We're going to talk in a little bit here about uh, the NFL playoffs a little bit from the weekend. We'll get into that in the next segment. But you know what? There's a guy on the Alabama team tonight that could be maybe the biggest free agent guy out there, especially with Justin Fields going to Ohio State. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for Alabama, he still has one year of eligibility left. 
He could be a graduate transfer and go to another school. Here are some potential destinations according to SI.com. Maryland. They say he has a hurt uh, relationship with new Terps head coach Mike Loxley, who was Alabama's offensive coordinator this year. That that makes sense. Tennessee, the Vols are led by another face familiar to Hertz and former defensive coordinator Jeremy Pruitt, now the Tennessee head coach. Offensive lineman Brandon Kennedy also made the move from Tuscaloosa to Knoxville earlier this year. So that uh, that could be interesting. Nobody's talking about Oklahoma either. The Sooners, the past two seasons, have had transfers come in and win the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. I mean, people forget that Baker Mayfield was at Texas Tech and Kyler Murray was at Texas A&M. If Murray decides to uh, forego his senior season, Hertz could be the next... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Next guy that steps in for Oklahoma. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, if he went to Auburn? I don't think he'll do that. I really don't. That's the kind of thing that the Auburn fans would absolutely love. And finally, the one spot where I think he's going to go is Miami. SI says former Canes defensive coordinator Manny Diaz takes over after Mark Rick's retirement. And one of the first things he'll be needing to do is to figure out the, what's going on at quarterback. If you watch the Miami Bowl game, oof, their quarterback was atrocious. I'm talking like really bad. So yeah, Hertz is gonna. He graduated in December. He's ready to go. He's already put in to go to graduate school in Tuscaloosa. He can transfer and doesn't have to say a word to Coach Saban. That's how that could work out. So the, watch tonight because the biggest free agent I think, and that's what he basically is, in college football, may be playing his last snaps for a team in the national championship game tonight, and he may be going somewhere else. 803-978-1832-803-978-1832 is the number. More of the rundown when we return. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for listening to me this afternoon right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Yes, I know we've talked a lot about the national championship game. We're going to have a little bit more of that in just a second, but I had to touch on the NFL playoffs. Just real quick, in matchups from over the weekend, uh, I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. I thought that Seattle would take out Dallas I thought that Houston would take out Indianapolis, and I was wrong. 
But I was correct on the Chargers beating Baltimore. And I was right on the Philadelphia Eagles winning over Chicago. Which, by the way, interesting stuff comes out today. Bears fans, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Cody Parker missed that kick yesterday. The NFL came out today and ruled it was a block. So it had nothing to do with that young man. There were people losing their mind at Soldier Field. Let me help you with this. Here's a thought. Don't put it where it comes down to where the game is on your kicker's foot. I know that's a lot of common sense there, but do that. Do enough where it doesn't come down to whether your kicker makes a kick. Stop with the nonsense. It's killing me. That Chicago Bears fans are that upset. Now, I understand he's a kicker, and he's supposed to make his kicks. I get that. But what happened to to Tarek Cohen and Mitch Trubisky and all those guys? They were putting up big numbers for the Bears' offense. Yeah. They should have put up a little bit more and made it where it didn't come down to that. Maybe the Bears could have uh, played a little harder on defense. Get mad at your defense for giving up 16 points to a backup quarterback in Philly at home. That's who you should be angry with. But also, let's also be honest about this, too. Some of the guys tweeting at this poor guy from South Florida. But also, let's also be honest about this, too. Some of the guys tweeting at this poor guy from South Florida saying just horrendous things to him. First of all, There's something wrong with you if you wish doom and gloom on somebody like that. And I'm talking like some heinous stuff that they were talking about. But here's the thing, too. The season's over. There's nothing you could do about it. Ranting and raving at this guy is not going to help you. So, Bears fans, you are right now, for the week anyway, in the Rundown Hall of Fame as the biggest jerks on Twitter right now. You really are. Just amazing how that stuff came down yesterday. All right, in our final minutes here, if you want to get involved with the show, 803-978-1832. My Facebook Live folks today, I asked them for their predictions. Keith gave me a prediction for Clemson, 35-27. to 27. I, I think Clemson could put up that many points. I really do. I really, really do. We're going to see if it's going to be back and forth that far. I'd be shocked, but we'll see. Good stuff there. Thank you for joining us on the program today, Keith. My prediction's a little bit different. I've said throughout the season that I thought that Alabama was a little bit better than Clemson. I really did think that. But the more and more I look at it, Alabama's going to be without one of their starting offensive linemen. And I know that that didn't really hurt them that much in the uh, the game with Oklahoma. But let's be honest, Oklahoma doesn't have what Clemson has on the defensive front. And I think you need some camaraderie within the offensive line. They are like a band of brothers. They know where one guy's going to step. They know that. You can't just plug and play offensive linemen. But I think that that could affect Alabama a little bit. And the more and more I look at it, I I think that I don't know if Tua's ankle is completely healthy. I don't know if it's completely healthy or not. 
It's not like he's taken off and run like he did in the middle of the season. So I think Clemson's going to pepper him a lot, a whole lot. I think Venables is going to turn up the pressure, and he's going to put his defensive backs on an island, and he's going to make them have to make plays because we know Tua can make the throws. So the defensive backs are going to have to make the plays because I think he's going to tune up some pressure with um, with his uh, his toys, I call them, the defensive line. And I think that is going to be the difference tonight. I think Clemson's going to win 27-23 to over Alabama, picking up their second national title in three seasons. And then I looked today, they had a way too early top 25. Both Clemson and Alabama are in the top five for next year. So it's not even out of the realm of thinking that we could have another matchup with these same two teams next year. It could be episode five. It's almost like like a Star Wars movie reference. It really is. 803-978-1832 if you want to get your scores in for the game. Couple scores came in on Twitter. Robert says he's got Alabama winning forty-one to thirteen. Thank you, Robert. He follows me at uh, Rob Sounds Good. Thanks a lot for that. Also, Jerry on Twitter has Alabama winning twenty-eight to ten over Clemson. So, a couple of Alabama fans getting involved in the program there. Thank you guys for following the show on Twitter. I'll have this show up on the podcast coming up here shortly, about 5 o'clock this afternoon, as we all get settled in for the final college football game of the season. We forget that. So jacked up for the game, but we forget this is it for college football for the rest of the season. So enjoy it tonight, whether you are a, a Tiger fan, a Gamecock fan, or as my buddy Lawton Swan says from Clemson Sports Talk, a Yellow Jacket, Bulldog, whatever. Watch the game tonight because it's the last college football game of the season. Keith sounds off and says 10 and 13 points for Clemson. Yes, sir. That's what Jerry and Robert say on Twitter. The Facebook audience has Clemson winning. Twitter, on the other hand, not so much. Not so much. Tomorrow on the show, I will have one of the Harlem Globetrotters on with me tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Globetrotters coming to town on Friday night. We'll uh, talk to one of the Globetrotters tomorrow right here on the Rundown. Also, complete breakdown of the national championship game. And uh, we'll have some good stuff from that. Instant reaction there from San Francisco. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. I would follow Lawton Swan on Twitter, too. He is at Clemson Sports. Be sure to check him out there as well. And don't forget... The Tiger pregame show starts at 5 o'clock tonight right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. You can listen to all the pregame coverage right here for the Clemson Tigers as uh, we are the home for all of your Clemson sports right here on Fox Sports Radio. Tune it in. Check it out, man. Get the vibe down there. Don Munson doing the play-by-play. Of course, we've had him on the show before. And you can... uh, Catch catch the game if you're on the you're a radio person like I am. I'm a radio geek. I, I got to listen to the game on the radio sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. But you can catch the game just like that right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 tomorrow. We'll have an instant uh, reaction, everyone's reaction to this big game, and where will Clemson go from here? We'll talk about who the Tigers are losing, 
and who will be back next season or who I think will be back. We'll talk about Alabama and how this game affects them as well. This game is so interesting because if they win this game, this means Dabo Sweeney is the second coach that is active, that has multiple national titles. Nick Saban, obviously, being the other. Not very many people thought that when Clemson says, hey, we're going to hire the receiver coach and make him our head coach. What a long way this Tiger football program has come from, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, however long it was before uh, Dabo Sweeney took over the program. The national championship game tonight, 8 o'clock. Looking forward to that. As always, thanks for tuning into the show. Podcast up at 5. I'm Rob Sanders. Follow me on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. More rundown tomorrow right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.